0: Hello. hello, hello 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 welcome welcome Caesar All right here we go the greatest night ever you motherfucker Jesus, why do you cuss right off the bat? All right, let's try that again. the greatest night ever that's what it was man yesterday night last night swear greatest night ever this is how it began um so so uh, three, we began the day typical day we wake up. But actually we slept in because it was a Saturday. So we slept in. We said we need our body needed some rest. We skipped yoga. And we uh we slept in and we woke up and we walked outside and we meditated and we wrote down some stuff. What we were grateful for and stuff. We started writing and we read um the book, Eckhart Tolle's, uh oh, awakening what is it? A new earth, there you go and he like your fucking Eckhart always gets deep and he was talking about um your purpose is whatever you're doing in the present moment you know the power of the present moment um and, and it gets really deep caesar so you've read this shit before all right if you need to read it again chapter eight was it chapter eight yeah chapter eight go back to it read it but it got us thinking And it shifted our perspective because we we kept telling ourselves, we need to help people. We need to give people, we need to give more to the world. And he gives an example of like how all these things are attachment, that you're attached to some sort of identity. Your ego is attached to an identity. And then he says, like, if you want to help people, right, and then you help people, you'll be helping people. But that means that you will always require for other people to need help in order for you to be happy. And so the point is not that he's saying he's not saying like don't help people what he's saying is is he's trying he's giving you a deeper look into why you do what you do understanding yourself and i appreciate that and i understood like oh all these things are like i am i'm i'm thinking that this is where my happiness is if i do something but it's not so so the whole thing is him pointing towards the fact that your happiness and everything you ever wanted is in the present moment right but that is such a complicated thing because yes you understand that we understand it like on a superficial level but then 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 you begin to understand that in a very deep level to where you as you you can say it then we can say things like yeah your happiness is here now but you understand that so much deeper than, than just the words you said. So you know that if people are hearing that for the first time, they'll understand it like the words, but like if they don't decide to look into it and really think about it, they won't, they might miss it. Anyway, that's how our day began. We read that shit. We were like, Whoa. Okay. We're going to try to be present more present with everything we do today. That was our intention. And I believe we wrote down in our journal, today's going to, I don't know how, but it's going to be like one of the greatest days ever. The greatest day ever. And we were writing down about how we wanted to build a community of people that we loved and we admired and and have a community of like best friends that were going to inspire us. And then... Yeah, we went on with our day. We went to go buy groceries and shit. We bought a bunch of groceries. Came back. Actually, we treated ourselves. We cooked a steak, a fucking steak, and potatoes. It was incredible. And then after that, we still had to cook eight half chicken breasts. And we were like, fuck, should we do this? And we wanted to try to cook it all our meals in like an hour, all our meals for, for the week. And we were like, let's fucking do it. You pushed yourself you were like you know what instead of like thinking about how i don't want to do it and how it's going to take a long time i'll just begin to do it and i started doing it i started preparing the chicken and stuff and i cooked it all i cooked all my meals for the week in, in an hour and a half it took a little bit longer to put it all away and stuff but whatever i cooked it all in like an hour and um and that's when we really started. We also, this week, started a rule that, because for the past fucking month, I don't know what we've been doing, Caesar, but we've been, like, we've just had our headphones on everywhere we go and we're just listening to music. I know what we've been doing. We've been really getting into the music. We've, we've, we've been, we find songs, right? Like, for example, um, uh, the cover of Fast Car by Khalid. Um, we find songs and we, um, really get into them and we begin to like tell like stories in our head with these songs and we begin to get into we, we can the songs help us get into certain emotions and feel certain ways but one of the things it was doing was that I wasn't talking to a lot of people so then I kind of knew nobody so a new rule I made I made for myself was that I won't list put have my headphones when I'm in the house where all the people that I live with are or where I'm in the office where I work and that fucking worked wonders because I was cooking and I started talking to one of the guys that lives there, has lived there for a long time. We started talking about love and um, and then I started talking to more. Actually, before that, throughout the, week, throughout the week, I just started saying hi to people more often in the house. And that led to more conversations. And so that night, yesterday night, as after we're cooking and stuff, I'm talking to more people as I'm talking to this guy about love. I'm talking to other people and um one of my friends is like dude we need to get we had talked about this before that we wanted to get mushrooms and i was like dude we need to get mushrooms and then yeah i'm like yeah dude we do and we tell he tells me i tell him like oh i think these guys know where to get mushrooms some of our some of our new roommates our roommates and um not new just our roommates and then we go talk to the guy because the guy was there, and he was like, "Dude, did you go talk to him?" So I'm like, "Dude, do you know where to get mushrooms?" He's like, "No," and then now I'm like, "You know, man, I think I think the people that would know where to get mushrooms are like people at marijuana dispensaries." And the guy that we asked, he's like, "Dude, low key, yes, I used to work at one of those, and those 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 employees know." And so me and my friend look at each other, my other guy, the friend that I was looking mushrooms with, that together we were looking for mushrooms and and he's like do you want to go and I'm like I'm fucking down so then I put my chicken away and we go to these dispensaries well my friend accidentally forgot his fucking, um, his fucking ID so then he couldn't go inside so it was just a solo mission so I went inside and I was looking at actually I was looking at all the marijuana and like all the edibles and stuff and, and I started chatting with people well, then this guy I started talking with one, one of the employees, and and psychedelics came up. And then I was like, "Hey, man, you know where to get mushrooms around here?" He's like, "Ah, oh, man, mushrooms? I don't know, man." But it was so natural. I was so proud of myself how I weaved it in there. And and then I was, I was like, "All right, whatever." He didn't know. Um, I got a um a I got a like a little canister of gummies, ten gummies and I, Oh shit, I thought this mic wasn't on. I was scared. And then I bought it. I bought the gummies. Cuz I was like, yeah, I, I didn't know why I was buying it. I was like, I don't know why I'm going to buy this, but I think I should buy it cuz I didn't I didn't want to just look weird going in there. Actually, I didn't care if I just went in there and asked for like <laughs> the people if they knew where to get mushrooms. But um yeah. And so I um uh, I buy the buy this like uh canister of uh ten gummies and um I'm I'm like talking to the cashier lady and I'm about to ask her if she knows where to get mushrooms but I'm like, nah, I don't know if she's cool enough. Anyways, I'm walking out and I see this uh other employee and I'm like, dude, honestly, this is a weird question, but I feel like this is the place to like ask ask, Do you know where to get mushrooms? And I just straight up ask this guy. He's like, Oh dude, mushrooms? Honestly Fuck man, I wish I knew, but no, I don't. I'm new, and I'm like, oh, I'm new too. And then we, we, uh, well, we we hit it off, got the guy's Instagram, whatever. Um, so anyways, I leave the store with with some edibles, right? Um, me and my friend are like, oh damn, like we got new leads now because we the guys the guy that that I talked to last was like, you should try the more um the more holistic dispensaries. They'll probably know. And I'm like, oh, that's smart, you know, like the more hippie ones. And I, uh, me and my friend, where I tell him what I found out, and he's like, "Oh, that's smart. Yeah, we'll try that later." But it's already like late at night, like nine thirty, maybe ten. And I get home, and one of the guys is like, "Hey, man, we're going out. Um, you want to come?" And I said, "Fuck yeah!" Cause I don't know why I was getting so hyped. I was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "I'll take an edible, and then we'll go out." And then so. So we uh, go out. No, we, do, we, do, we I get ready, and then I, I'm i like, yeah, I'm going to take this edible. And then there's like eight of us going out. I talk to this girl uh, at our house, and so I tell her, like, hey, you want an edible? And she's like, Cesar, you have an edible? You? What? You? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, sure. So then these two girls split an edible, and I take a whole one. And we go, we go, we go off. We go off and embark on what little did I know was going to be the greatest night ever, all right? And so it begins in a fucking, in a um, uh, Uber car, Uber, in an Uber. That's it. (laughs) Um, We're heading over there. Where's, I'm looking for my phone. Where's my phone so I can play this song? Oh, there it is. Oh, no why is it disconnected alright wait up wait up wait up, wait up, up, and so we, we're, we're in an uber right and um whatever the uber, first uber's kind of like whatever it's not hitting me edibles hasn't hit me yet and uh you hear the music this is how it begins we embark on the journey edible hasn't hit me yet oh no what's going on here see a song Caesar's off to a journey we get to the bar right and and at the bar I mean I've never gone out in LA to be honest these guys know what they're doing I've I'm just in for the ride. I know that I've strapped myself onto a rocket ship that has taken off and there's no more getting off and 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 I can't I can't back out now I mean it's nothing crazy it's it's just a, a small gummy 10 milligrams but whoo it's gonna be a fun time. So we get out of the out of the car. We get to our um, our bar, which is um, what is it called? A good time, good time at um, something, some things. it's like a speakeasy, okay? But there's a line, and and mind you, this is Halloween. It's close to Halloween, like the twenty fifth, right? And uh, Halloween is like on a s- fucking Thursday. So this this weekend is when a lot of people are celebrating. There's a lot of people in costumes and stuff and uh, There's this one guy behind us who is an egg. That's his costume. All right Let me tell you how genius this guy was. He was wearing a white shirt With he got like a yellow paper He cut out a circle and he wrote egg on it and then he he attached it with safety pins onto in the middle of his white shirt And so he was an egg, you know, you get it the yolk was a yellow fucking paper in the middle like the little fucking circle, and his shirt was the fucking and the the white part of the egg, the whites. <laughs> and so I'm talking to this guy, and and it still hasn't hit me. So then the girls arrive from another Uber. All right, there's we're rolling eight deep. All right, all you gotta know is that there's two girls that joined that took half an edible each. I took a whole edible, um, and so and then then, then there's uh, five other people. We're standing in line girls get there, their whole crew is there. And then there's a there's always that moment where it just hits you and for me it's always like time is like slowing down or time is is like uh <laughs> I'm experiencing everything that is happening after the fact. It feels so weird and I'm like, "Oh, I've arrived. <laughs> Our rocket has taken off." And that's when it begins. Everything starts to become much more um, amazing. You know, everything's just much. I'm seeing everything in a perspective of like like a little kid. Like, oh, that's incredible. And we're in this line for about thirty minutes, but it feels like for it feels like we're in it for five because I'm just so into everything that is happening i'm not like i'm just like whoa everything that's happening is crazy so like anything that happens um one of the girls started talking to the bouncer to try to get us in and i was just so amazed like i was like wow she's just go- she's just going for it like she's straight up just talking to him like hey what's up hey like can you get me and my friends in i was like what what <laughs> And I was like, this is crazy. It's, this is like a movie. She's just, like, not seducing the guy, but, like, using her, uh, the fact that she's a woman and that she's, she's like, hot to get us in. <laughs> I think. I think that's what's going on. Anyways, we get to the front of the line and we get in. And um, and we walk in through a refrigerator door, which I which I think is kind of, like, a common thing now. Like they a lot of restaurants try to do that. I mean restaurants, bars try to do that if they're cool. But this one was actually cool. I feel like this one was one of the originals, right? So we walk in through a fucking a refrigerator door, right? And the next thing you walk in through like a little small hallway that takes like an L turn so that you really can't see you can't see what's at in on the other side, right? Because it's an L and uh on the other side you come out into the fucking living room of that 70s show. You know the show that 70s show? The fucking set, the house? That's where I was. I was there. But it was a fucking party and it was in LA and it was a little darker, but the fucking the place looked exactly like the living room in that 70s show. It was awesome. So you you I'm already on a rocket ship and I'm like, "What? This is incredible." And there's like people in the just in the couches, like I mean everything, everything goes with the. Everything in that room, is part of the, the uh, the theme. You know, there's nothing that's not part of the theme. So like all the chairs and stuff. I don't know why I just was so amazed. You go outside and there's a huge deck, a wooden deck, and there's like a it's like a backyard. It's an open it's it's an open area open air area and there's a bar out there. It's got those modern lights that are like they're all attached with one string and they go across the entire like open space and it's like a soft yellow lighting, you know? And I'm like, "Oh, man, this is great." And so we go and get some drinks, right? I I, I I'm with the all the guys, all the people from from my house and I look at one of them and I'm like, "Tell them, dude, this is crazy." Is this, is it me or is this not fucking a great bar? And the guy looks at me, he's like, yeah, it's all right. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean it's all right? This is the greatest bar I've ever been to. He's like, yeah, it's cool, bro. This is LA. I was like, what? What do you mean? Yeah, man, this is how we do it out here. This is LA. So, like, this is normal to you? Yeah. So, like, what? Welcome to L.A., man. Oh, my God. This is awesome. <laughs> That's how it was. He was like, yeah, man. Go get a drink. And then I was like, yeah, I should get a drink. So I went to go get a drink. I ordered a drink. <laughs> which I didn't know what the fuck to order. And I was like, what is that guy drinking? He's like, uh, whiskey and Coke. I was like, yeah, I'll order that. And then I ordered it. And um, I had one whiskey and Coke. And... um. And I was like, how much is that? $10. I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay, $10. I gave him $10. And we started talking, and remember how I was looking for mushrooms earlier in the in the evening? Well, like, I forgot about that completely, but there's this guy that lives in our house, and, and he was like, hey, Caesar, you should go ask people. It'd be funny if you went, if you just started asking random people um, if they knew where to get mushrooms. And to me at that moment, that seemed like an incredible idea. First of all, I was shocked that he remembered. I was like, that he remembered about the mushrooms. I was like, bro, you're like my elder, dude. Like, you look out for me. Like, you're you're helping me solve my problems. This is crazy that you remembered that. I was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. I should do that. And I was like, dude, but I need a guide. I need somebody to guide me through the crowd because I feel like I'm going to get lost. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll guide you. I was like fuck yeah let's go and I start walking and I look back and he's not following me and I'm like what the fuck happened bro and he's like I was just kidding I was like oh (laughs) I was like okay but I think I think I should you don't think I should do that he's like nah I think it could be kind of (laughs) weird so at this point I started thinking oh shit maybe I'm not catching on to the fact that he's just joking yeah I think this guy's just joking and so, uh, but, uh, but the point is I was like amazed that he remembered that, um, that I was looking for mushrooms and I was like this fucking guy. So anyways, we're outside at this point. Remember, don't forget that we're outside. All right. We go make our way back inside. Well, actually I make my way back inside and, um, and that same guy is there with me and I'm walking into the Death sevens. show living room and I'm like, Whoa. And in in the that 70s show living room there's like a there's a little hallway here that leads to another part. It's like and the hallway's dope as fuck because it it continues on with a the theme. It's like a hallway with like closet doors, right? But the closet doors are fucking restrooms. And then you get w- w- when you take the hallway, you enter like a diner. It's a diner-themed bar. Wait up. Yeah, you entered a diner-themed bar. And so I'm like, what the fuck is happening? This is awesome. How is there a diner here? And we find two of our other friends. And I'm like, guys, this is epic. And one of the guys tells us, oh, yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, I think the other guy that I was with asked him, hey, man, what are you drinking? And that one guy says, oh, I'm drinking nothing alcoholic. There's no alcohol. It's a uh, uh, soda water and lime with bit, with a dash of bitters it's free you can just go ask for it it's a, it's a soda water and lime and a, with a dash of bitters and the, the fucking drink has a name or something but I just heard free and it looked cool it looked like a real drink I was like dude that's free he's like yeah and so I, so, I, so I talked to one of the other guys and I'm like dude how do I get one of those and he's like yeah man just go up to the bar and say soda water I want a soda water with lime and a dash of bitters and I said okay let me see if I got th- in my mind I'm like holy shit alright I can get something free. And I repeated to him to make sure that I got this straight. I don't want to mess this up cuz remember we're on a rocket ship at this point. So I I'm in space and I need to I need to make sure I need to double check that everything I'm doing is going to – that I'm doing it right. So I'm like soda water with lime and a dash of bitters, right? He's like, "Yep." Okay, I go to the bar. I look at the, I look at the lady in the face and I'm like, she's like, "What can I get What can I get you, babe?" And I'm like soda water with lime and a dash of bitters like a robot. I say it like a robot. She's like, OK, <laughs> like in my mind, it's like a it's like that one second that she's listening is like an eternity. And I'm thinking she's just going to look at me like, what? Then she's just like, OK, and then she makes it and then it was free. And I was like, oh, it was awesome. And so again, my mind was blown. Because I was like, this is free, and it's like a drink because the bitters makes it like, what? Like, it's so cool. Like, it just makes it feel like a drink, and it tastes great. So I go back into the That 70s Show living room where there's. <clears throat> I find the rest of the crew, and I find the two girls who had taken the edible. And this is where the music comes in because the music that they were playing was incredible, all right? Let me just – it was incredible, or at least it felt incredible. I don't know what was going on, but I was feeling the music. Oh, yeah, that's right. I took an edible. That's what happened. Yeah. So it was on an edible, and I fucking, it felt great. All right? <laughs> and I'm listening to the music, and the music is like... So this is one of the songs, actually. You hear that? This is Fleetwood Mac remix of Never Going Back, the remix so this is one of the songs that they played, but it wasn't the first song that got me dancing. I just, it was just like third or fourth song, right? And so what happens is I had been dancing to a bunch of songs because I was feeling the music and I was really feeling it. And the girls were laughing at me because they were like, what's up with fucking Cesar? What's up with Caesar? He's fucking like feeling the music. And I'm like, hell yeah, I am. And I knew I was dancing good because I was like, this salsa, the salsa classes have come through with the, with me just being able to move. And, um, <laughs> and so at one point I'm dancing. I'm fucking, I'm giving it, you know, you're dancing well <laughs> or you're really into it. I don't know if I was dancing. Well, I you know I was really into it. And I was really moving because you start closing your eyes and it just intensifies what you're feeling. You're like hitting different moves with each beat. So right here, dun, 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 dun. dun-, dun. Anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. Getting off Oh. Did it disconnect? It did disconnect. So then I go to the fucking. We, we, we sit down. I don't know how we get couches. And then this song comes on. And it felt like I was in a jungle. I was like, what? Because it was a complete change of music from like the last one that had been playing. And I was like, yeah, I'm feeling this. Okay. Start feeling it. <laughs> I'm like huh I'm like okay not bad it's not bad I'm like I don't know if I like this and and then, and then I start hearing different like noises the fucking the bongo and then the, the, the little guitar and I'm like what the fuck? And then the the, the vocals come in. And I'm like yeah and I really feel like I love this song so much that I that I pull out my phone to shazam it. And there was th- three other times that I wanted to shazam other songs, but this was the only one I shazam, so I can't remember the other ones. But I am fucking going in on this music, right? <clears throat> and all I'm thinking is how fucking amazing this bar is. How amazing the people I'm with are. And how incredible the entire night is. And I start realizing certain things about my life. I'm like, first of all, I start realizing how everyone around me, it's not a college party, you know? It's not college anymore. But it's got this, like, similar feel of, I mean, it's a bar, Right. So people go party and people party because they want to feel like they don't have to. There's no worries. Right. Like it's it's playtime. And so I had that same, you know, that same playtime that you get that you feel at a at a college party. But I felt it at this bar where people are all just professionals. Right. They're not very old, you know, 20s, 30s. Maybe some in their forties, right? It's not the point. The age isn't the point. They're young and soul. And I'm feeling that they uh <laughs> that they um uh... Oh shit. Never go back <laughs> I'm feeling uh I'm feeling how incredible the energy in the room is because because it's like these, these people Are doing shit out there. Like, they're pursuing their dreams, or either they want to become actors, or they're building companies, or whatever the fuck they're doing. But the crazy thing is, is that we're all, like... It's like we're all kids, right? Because we're playing... It's playtime, baby. But we're all kids with the resources of grown-ups. Like, all we really want to do is have fun. All of us. All we really want to do is have the most extraordinary life we've ever we we can have. And... And at that moment, I just, I just began to feel that I was am exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm in the city of Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles, Los Angeles, American style. Los Angeles, Los Angeles. I'm the city of Los Angeles, and and this is the city where where people come to pursue dreams. And there's people here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people here. Whoa. Who are uh doing exactly that in that room where I was at. But no, that that uh, then I started thinking about the people I was with, the people who live at my house and, and and I started thinking about how I I've always wanted to find a community of um people who are building companies or just in all sorts of industries and who i can get inspiration from and who i can help inspire as well you know who we can help each other grow right it's not that i want to gain something from them it's just i want a healthy community where it's it can be like we don't expect anything of each other but because of the nature of who we are we inspire each other we push each other to, to be better, and I started realizing that I was that I already had that with these people that I live with, and I realized how how incredible my life was because I I've I had been following like my uh, <laughs> I guess my intuition I don't know you know I came out here and I followed like. I went for a job that, or an opportunity that felt like it resonated with me. Like it, like it was what, what I saw myself doing, like the industry that, that I saw myself in, not industry, but like the sector of like building companies I don't, like a startup, like I wanted to be in that environment. And, and I started, started to think of how crazy it was that then I, I fucking found this house where there's all these people who are building companies um and they live at this house and they work out of this house and they're building their companies out of this house and then i i don't know why i started feeling like i was kind of like i found like a community or group of friends like in how i met your mother where they all have you know they they become these best friends who have all these awesome experiences together and they see each other grow you know i don't know if that's what's gonna happen but but it was just like everything became perfect i was like Everything's perfect, man. And I started looking at myself in the mirror when I went to the restroom. And I was like, bro, you're getting big. <laughs> and by big, I meant, like, like you're gaining some weight. You are gaining muscle. Because the day before, or actually the that day, I was feeling like I wasn't gaining muscle. Or I don't know. I was very judgmental. But everything started to fall. Like, I started to see how everything that I've been wanting, I have already. But it's just that... Instead of looking at what I have, I always just skip to the next thing and never appreciate what's in front of me. And that's what made the, the fucking night even greater. Like, I was like, oh, this is this is, this is awesome. I'm in, I'm in the set of that 70s show. And I'm going to fucking dance. I dance, dance the night away. <laughs> One cool thing that happened. See, see, the crazy things that were blowing my mind, which weren't that crazy, right? Um... This um, one of my friends, well, one of the guys I was with was walking with a drink, right? And there was a guy who was just standing in one spot. We were walking towards this guy, not walking towards him, walking in his direction. This guy was smoking a cigarette. Anyway, my friend has a drink in hand, right? We're walking towards a bar. This guy is like in the way because it's so tight that we you kind of have to like squeeze through people. This guy's smoking a cigarette. We're outside. We're outside he as this guy takes a puff of his cigarette he puts it he's gonna put his hand down right because it's coming from his mouth to like he's gonna like put it next he's gonna extend his arm down to his side as he's doing that my friend is walking and the his cup catches the guy's cigarette like as the guy's putting the his hand down he puts his hand down into my friend's cup and the cigarette goes out in his cup not that crazy I guess now that I'm talking about it but at the moment it was the most incredible thing I had ever seen it's as if I had watched a world record be broken in front of me I was like how did that happen that's incredible <laughs> and I kept telling people another thing that was blowing my mind was the fucking the, the drink soda water and lime with a dash of bitters and I kept telling people about it. I was like, have you had this? Soda water and lime and a dash of bitters. It's free. <laughs> and then one guy, I was like, but my friend who got the, got his drink ruined. It wasn't really a drink. It was just soda water and lime. I was like, what was it, dude? He was like, just soda water and lime. And I was like, wait a minute. Just soda water and lime? He's like, yeah. I was like, no bitters? He's like, no. I was like, dude, that's revolutionary. That's incredible. <laughs> that's amazing. He's like, I, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it's just soda water and lime, bro. But in my mind, I was like, no, dude, that's you simplified it. You revolutionized it. That's crazy. Soda water li- and lime and a dash of bitters was already awesome. And so I went and ordered a soda water and lime. And then I started telling this girl about it. I was like, this is crazy. Look, I, I used to order soda waters and limes and, a, and soda water and lime and a dash of bitters. But we've revolutionized it. We've now I just ordered soda water and lime. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? She's like, yeah. She was playing along. She was like, she was funny. She was just like, oh my god, yes, that's amazing. <laughs> so we leave the bar, right? The greatest bar ever. And it really was the greatest bar ever. Um, I kind of don't want to go back because because then it, I don't I don't want not be the greatest bar ever it was amazing so we leave and um we lose half the crew we're walking somewhere and we fucking find them they were like getting food and so we go get food we enter the same same place and i like i order fries or whatever and i'm eating and one of the guys that i live with i've lived here for like a month and, and one of these guys, I thought he was, like, 30, 32. He has his own company, his own startup. And so every, every conversation I've had with this guy at the house, you know, whenever I ask him something or whenever we talk about something, in the back of my mind, I'm always like, oh, this guy's got, like, 10, 12 years of experience. Like, he, I don't know why I always factor that in. Like, if I ask him a question, I'm like, oh, this guy. Or if I see him do something, I'm like, oh, it's probably because he's got, like, 10, 12 years of experience. I find out he's twenty two. One year younger than me. And that <laughs> that blows my fucking mind. If if a fucking if a fucking soda water and lime was blowing my mind, you bet your fucking ass. Finding out that somebody who I thought was ten years older is fucking actually a year younger than me. Blew that just like i couldn't handle that i was like what what no way like it was just like a mind fuck and i kept asking people i was like did you know this guy was this age he's like yeah what what (laughs) and i woke up this morning and it was still blowing my mind. So, okay, it wasn't just like the edible. It was it's truly a mind-blowing thing cuz it's like, "Whoa, that guy's fucking awesome, dude." And he just like, "Whoa, I don't know why I thought he was way older." And everybody thinks he's way older, but he's not. Just a really well-put-together guy. <sighs> anyway, we keep walking, right? We leave that fucking place. And, um, oh, at this point, the girls are telling me, one of the girls is telling me, like, what did you give me? Like, this is crazy. And I'm like, ah, I'm like, ah, (gasps) welcome. Welcome to space. I am your guide. I am twice as far as you are in terms of how far deep I am into space. All right. So if you think you're, you're like by the moon, I'm in fucking Mars, I know that's way more than twice or maybe less, I don't care. You get the point. You get the point, Caesar. Um. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. We keep walking, right? And we um we go to this bar at the at a rooftop, which was and like at this point I'm already coming down, but it's like it's not that crazy. Like it's like eh, whatever. Like legit the other bar was incredible. It was it was like that seventies show, like the living room and then like the fucking bar outside, the deck. And, and then the, inside, the, the the bar inside, that was like a diner. It was crazy. You went through, through a refrigerator. I was like, what's happening? This other bar had a rooftop. I wasn't so impressed. They had like beds and stuff. Anyways, we're just chilling and stuff. It's a good time. We take pictures. We go downstairs, right? I mean, it's time to go back home. And I'm thinking, dude, we should get some ice cream. But anyway, people are like, yeah, maybe when we get home. We grab an Uber, right? And um our Uber guy was fucking dope. First of all, he, he I was I was going with the two girls that took the edible. Um and he was on the other side of the street and he he was like he rolled down his window and he was like, Hey, get your ass in the car <laughs> We get in the car. He's so dope, dude. He's such a cool guy. We're having a great conversation. I'm telling him about how amazing of a night I'm having, and I'm telling him how we took edibles. And he's like, "Oh yeah, man, dude, I feel you. Oh, you're really feeling it, huh?" And I'm like, "Bro, it was just an amazing night." And this is already—we're already coming down. And he's like, "Yeah, dude." And, he, and I'm like, "Dude, you know what? This is a weird question, bro. But I'm just—you know—I'm just gonna ask. Do you know where to get mushrooms?" He's like, "Bro, I got you. I might have a connect for you." And I'm like, what? No way! You've got me. He's like, yeah, dude, I might, I might. <laughs> so, he he gives me his number and shit, and then I'm like, dude, this is crazy. We all start talking about mushrooms, and um, and I'm like, and like he's like really, like really cool about it, and really like, like sharing in my it's like one of those people that you find that you connect about in a subject he's like super dope guy and I'm like bro what should I text you like so that you can know it's me he's like just text me like beautiful mushrooms so I text him beautiful mushrooms and they're like "Ah, I got you bro we get home and he's like I'm like bro like dude you got me are you gonna flake on me he's like bro I got you I was like fuck yeah we get out and I couldn't believe we fucking found a guy who had mushrooms. Actually, I could believe it, but it was just amazing that I <laughs> that I actually found the mushrooms. So I guess going to the dispensary did lead me to the mushrooms, right? I don't know yet because it hasn't happened. So might have not led to anything. But that was the end of of the greatest night ever, and it doesn't sound that crazy when I t- t- say it, but. Let me tell you something, Caesar. The feeling that we had, brother, in that fucking bar, with this fucking song, that is what we strive to have in life. Whatever the fuck that was, that's all I want. It was awesome. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. dun 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 that's what life's about. And you knew it. We knew it at that moment. We were like, this is what life is about, not about being high and stuff, right? Right now, it's how can we be in the press? How can we enjoy what's happening so much that we feel this and appreciate what you have? Because it may very well be. That what's in front of you is what you want and what you've wanted. But what you haven't allowed yourself to see. You haven't allowed yourself to see that you have already what you want. That's it. Never go back. And then we got some ice cream after there. It's After I, I went to go buy some ice cream. And I ate a shit ton of ice cream. And I sat down and I listened to some... Like a radio station of Chet Faker. Where some amazing music was playing. And... It was just incredible by the way fleetwood mac this song what about this song wow can't believe we led into this story so i don't know how we got here like it's just through music that we got here let me tell you about this song after a month in Cuba, we come back to Miami. Our plane lands around around midnight in Miami. Now I landed way earlier. <laughs> Would it land at like 8 p.m. or something? Doesn't matter. We all come back. 30 of us, 19 of us actually, and we'd become amazing friends through the course of four weeks, four incredible weeks where we, we, there was nights of drinking, drinking a lot of rum, a lot of cheap rum, dollar bottles, bottles that cost a dollar of just rum. We would go out to the same bars over and we'd listen to the same Cuban songs, the, the reggaeton, right? It was incredible. We 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 would go to the beach and we'd uh we'd listen to our music. We would play some bachata. We would dance on the beach. We'd get we'd get we'd get we drink. We drink until we felt good. <laughs> we'd play games in the water like like it was like we were kids. You know, we were kids, but we are kids. And um we ate food. So much fucking food at least I did and Daniel did. Oh my God, we ate all the fucking food in the world. We all of it. And we lived together all of us all 19 of us. we lived in, in four different houses and we would we would eat breakfast together, we would eat dinner together, we would go out and and have other adventures you know we'd go shopping and bargaining and we we'd get taxis together and we we'd get scammed together, you know? And some of us, a lot of us, actually, everyone, I think, is looking for a little bit of love anywhere. And I was fortunate enough to find a little love in Cuba. And so there was this one girl that I I got... We really vibed. Really, really vibed. <laughs> it was epic, because in the beginning, I... I thought like there was no way this anything would happen with me and this girl because I thought she was really wild because the first words out of her mouth were crazy. I was like, what? (laughs) And my next thought was like, she's kind of like out of my I don't want to say out of my league. Yeah, I I think that's the best way I could describe it. It's not like I felt like she would never get. Like I just felt we might have never be a I don't know actually, I don't even know if I felt that i I guess I kind of felt a little bit inferior to her, and um, for some reason when we first got to Cuba, I was going after some other girl, and uh, but it was just purely based it was actually based on nothing I don't know what the fuck <laughs> I don't know what I was doing I was really just having fun I was loose I was loose I was trying to i was I was like I'm gonna find myself some love over here just a little bit of love for a month for a little bit and um well anyway yeah this 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 one girl Mia and this girl we we end up chatting a lot in the first week. We sit together, and uh, and this girl makes me laugh because because she jokes around like I joke around, and she gets my fucking jokes like like a good friend. Like I'm like, yo, she's woke. Like I don't have to explain to her anything, and she continues the joke, <laughs> like you know, like if she was a friend. And she's she, this girl is hot. This girl's hot. So I'm like, whoa. But at first, I'm, I'm being like a little the player in me comes out. No, like, keep your options open. We go after both. I go after this one girl. So I'm going after that other girl, right? And that other girl is like telling me like she didn't like want to kiss me or something. I was like, what is this shit? I was like. I got options. <laughs> I'm like, it's not like I like I want, uh, you know what? No, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm going to go see what's up with this other girl. Right. Um, And and when I. When I go <laughs> see what's up with this other girl, there's one night when we all go to the jazz to a jazz bar. And instead of sitting with the other girl who I had already been hitting up on, I know this is getting confusing, Caesar, but, you know, you know who we're talking about. Um, I sit with the one girl who we end up having a, a, a relationship with. And, um, and the thing is, we don't know how to tell her, like, we're like into her because earlier in the day, she, w- she had told us cause we had gone out to some like bar, right? Um, uh, the night before. And she met this cool guy who – she was talking to this guy um, who was, like – he was cool. And she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm talking to this guy, and I thought we're cool and stuff, and we're, like, boys. And then it turns out he wants to fuck me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like – it's like, what the fuck, you know? It's, it's like we were just boys, kind of like me and you are boys. And she told me that. And so that's why at night. At this jazz bar, I'm like, I don't know how to tell her I'm into her, because she's saying like, we're boys. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) And so she goes, we go out, she has a cigarette. She started getting smoking. (laughs) And I'm like, fuck, you should say something, say something, say something. Because it was like, it got like intense up there. And I'm like, and I don't say anything. We go back downstairs, and we go back up for another cigarette, I think, a little bit later. And she. And she said, "You know what I really want to do? I want to take one of those, one of those little. Uh, in Cuba, they have these like little carts that are like, it's like a motorcycle, and attached to it is like this little, like ball, <laughs> with two seats. They call them cocos. And so I'm like, huh, huh. She says it at that moment, and I go talk to the bouncer. I'm like, hey, do you know where I can get a coco? And he's like, oh, at this time of night, bro, around here, nowhere. And um, he's like, you wait. He's like, hey, actually, look. No, no, he doesn't say anything at that point. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I don't know. And then we're just chatting. And um, at this point, everybody's already coming out of the bar. Because we're, le- we're about to leave. And there's like 10 minutes after, 20 minutes maybe after I asked the, the bouncer, like, hey, do you know where I can get one of those? one of those cards and the uh, bouncer sees me and he's like hey man look across the street there's one of those uh things you were looking for dropping people off and so I go to the girl and I ask her and I tell her hey do you want to go on an adventure right now that's like my move hey I know this is crazy but right now it's, it's fucking 11pm at night we're in Cuba do you want to go on an adventure with me and she's like what and I'm like, yes, look, there's one of those cars that you want to go in right across the street. We'll go, we'll take it, and uh, we'll see where it takes us. And she's like, all right, let's do it. And I'm like, it's fucking go. She's like, you're serious? And I'm like, let's go. We cross the street. We run. We fucking, we don't, no crosswalk. No, you just cross the street. We, we dodge cars and shit. We get to the other side. I'm like, hey. Um. And I'm, and I'm like, where do we go? And I'm like, the Malecon. The Malecon is this fi- famous place, really romantic, where it just... Cuban people, locals, go there. Just um, old couples, young couples, like love is there. That's that's the most romantic spot. You go. It's like a like a beautiful sidewalk next to the ocean with a with a huge space of like like a huge rock wall you can sit on. And I'm like, take us there the, um, to the Malecón on this street, which was close to where we lived. We go, we get in, and it start. Like, it, I mean, the guy starts the engine, and we just start going fast. And it's, like, it feels so dangerous because there's absolutely no safety. If you crash, you're dead. But whatever. It's an adventure. I put my arm around her because I'm like, fuck, yeah. Like, this is awesome. She said yes. She's totally into me. And um, and she said, um, she said, <laughs> she didn't say anything. She just started to feel, uh, <laughs> she used to <it laughs> It's because I laughed because I remember what she had uh, said. Uh, she had said after that. Um, but where was I? Oh yeah, yeah. We on the cocoa. I put my arm around her, and she didn't like take my arm off or anything. I don't know if she would. How would you? Anyways, it just felt great. We get off. <laughs> we sit down romantically on this like uh, rock wall, staring out into the ocean. It's nighttime, and um, I'm like, I have to kiss her now. How do I kiss her? And I have this thing. I don't know what it is. It's like a running theme in my life in the past. It, I, I think it's stopped now. I think I've <laughs> I've learned my lesson. But I, I have this thing where I ask to kiss someone before I, <laughs> I kiss. <laughs> or I want to give, like, some sort of verbal warning like it's coming, you know? Like, I don't want to just blindside you. And and I've learned no you don't blindside them. You just kind of don't have to say a word. The moment comes to, there's like words kind of die out. You stare into each other's eyes. The vibe builds. And you just ride that wave straight into the kiss. Right? But <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> at this point I'm like we're talking we're talking she's like yeah I kind of want like a new ring you know cause like I love rings and like I want a Cuban ring and oh my god I'm so embarrassed but I'm gonna fucking say it this is what I said I'm like oh really do you want to have a Cuban kiss as well <laughs> and she's not looking at me she looks away kind of like but she's doing one of those lookaways like, like I don't want this guy to read me and she's like no <laughs> and then I'm like I'm like, do you know, like one of those scratch of the record? Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, it just ruined my my vibe. I was like, what? She's like, are you sh-? I was like, are you sure? I'm like, come on, girl. Look at the vibe. We're in the Cuba. We just took a very romantic ride on this very dangerous motorcycle, right? In, in a In an act of spontaneity. We just left our group. They all saw us leave. And now we're here, staring out into the ocean. With the moonlight shining above us. And you don't want to kiss? Now, yes. My... (laughs) What I said would make any man cringe to death. But, still. Come on. The setup is pretty good. The setup is so good that any shot I take should be good enough. <laughs> Apparently it wasn't. <laughs> she's like, no. And then we just continue our conversation like nothing happened. But I'm like, uh, and she's like, all right, we should go. And I'm like, yeah, we should go. <laughs> then she's very aggressive. I'm like, okay, we should go. And um, earlier in the bus, we were sitting down and and like, she we were talking about her, she hadn't shaved or something her legs. And they were like, lit just a tiny bit like prickly like not nothing crazy and she she's like hey look grab my, touch my leg they're like they're super soft now and then I'm like this girl what games are we playing here you tell me to touch your leg to rub your your soft leg what's going on here and so I'm thinking I'm gonna redeem myself at the door before I leave her at her front door. Well, we get to her front door, and I'm like, all right, this is what's going to happen. This time, Caesar. you're not going to say shit. We're not going to open our mouth. We're just going to be like, hey, this was a good time, and you're just going to go in for it. And I'm like, all right, here we go. (laughs) And we get to her front door, and she doesn't stop. She's like, okay, good night, bye. She just keeps on walking. And I'm like, what? I'm like, that's it? She's like, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. (laughs) What? I'm like, whatever. Whatever. I'm so over this. Okay. These girls, they don't want to kiss me. What's going on here? (laughs) How more of a beautiful setup do you want? I go home, I tell Daniel what happened, the the other guys, our roommates show up, and and they tell me, dude, they were all talking about you, like, they were saying, like, oh, this girl and this girl, this girl and this guy left, and, like, and then one of my roommates says, dude, she was talking to all the girls right now, saying how you tried to kiss her, and I was like, oh, this chick is fucking over here bragging that she fucking rejected me. Anyway, the next day, um, I don't know what happens, but I miss our bus. I miss our bus to go to our excursion. So my entire, our entire group leaves without me, right? And I'm thinking, oh, this chick is gonna think that I she broke my heart or something, which is not the case. I'm great. I'm in Cuba first week. Woo! I look good. Let's go. Like I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find love out here. Um, anyways, I get to the museum, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not even gonna talk to this girl, cause like she needs, she needs the cold shoulder. She needs not the cold shoulder, but she needs to learn, <laughs> to learn. No, I just, I just wanted, I didn't want to be needy. That was, that's what it was. I didn't want to be needy. I was like, all right, you don't want me, and I don't, I don't need you. I don't want you. Okay. I mean, they I want you, but no, I don't need you. And, and um, so I go, I start talking more to that other girl again. Um, whatever. Uh, the entire day I'm talking more to that other girl. And, like, occasionally I'll talk to the, that that girl who rejected me um, that night. By the end of the night, we, um, we're we out partying with like, our Cuban friends in the Malecón. But it's all of us. And there's a point where she... This, this girl that said no to me the night before... Um, is like sitting on the rock wall and I get, I get in front of her, right? So I'm in between her legs, which is prime position. I would say that's the position I wanted to be in because it's very, very sensual. A lot of sexual tension going on there. And we're looking into each other's eyes and we're talking. And this time I just go in for it. Just going for the kiss. We kiss. It's incredible and that's it that's what began a wonderful incredible one month long love affair love affair it was it was amazing and we set ground rules very very quickly we said hey you know this is kind of just for now This is not like, like, you know, don't have any expectations. And this is the first week before either of us really know each other, really get to know each other. And one of the things she would say was, you know, this is Cuba. To me, this is in real life. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, ow, no, this is like real life to me. But I just don't want either of us to get attached. But she would say, "No, this is like Cuba. This is in real life." That's what she would say in the beginning. And we went through our entire um, our entire month going on little dates. There was this one date, probably my favorite date we went on, um, in downtown Havana, old Havana, right? We were um, we went. I took her to a rooftop where we had a conversation. She's very feisty, so she would get she would quickly just turn on me and get upset at things that I would say. (laughs) I kind of liked it, though, because she would get upset in a way of, like, she felt like she had to get upset, but at the same time, she, like, liked me, so she kind of didn't want to really just discard of me right away, (laughs) and I would, like, we would start arguing a little, but then I would, like, give up my position and be like, okay, whatever. Like, you're right. And... It was just, I like that, that initial date. It was like, there was a lot of tension because she would just get mad at things I would say. Very social warrior on me. She would get social, she would get up on her social warrior vibes. And by social warrior, I mean like she, yeah, you know, like hot button issues in today's world, you know? Like gender issue, gender equality and stuff. And like just things I would say, I wasn't meaning like anything by the things I was saying. She was just like, oh, you just have so much privilege, male privilege. (laughs) And I'm like, what male privilege? (laughs) Anyway, that night, we ended up going to a restaurant. Uh, It was like 1 a.m. And um, I don't know how it came about. But I always found it cute. I always found it romantic when somebody would steal something. (laughs) take something for for love right and like we sat down and there was this like cute ashtray and i was like that said cube on it and i'm like you dare me to take that and she's like you won't do it i don't know how i'd be i was like i'll dare you to take it and she said i I can't i don't know how it happened anyways i end up taking it i end up taking it i'm like let's go she's like what she's like yeah let's i'm like let's go She's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, let's go. And we start walking. I'm like, I took the ashtray. She's like, no, you did not. And I'm like, I fucking did. It's in my hand right now. And she's like, you fucking lying. And I'm like, let's go. Let's go before they find out. And <laughs> we're walking away from the restaurant. And she's like, no, you didn't. Let me see it. And then I show it to her. And she's like, what? You fucking took, took it? I think I told her. Yeah, I think I told her at the restaurant. I'm like, I'm going to take this for you. She's like, no, you're not. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> And I did it. And she's like, "What the fuck? No, you did it!" And I fucking did. And that was one of our first dates. Oh man, you know what I loved? I loved when we would—I I love holding hands. It feels awesome. <laughs> you know, we just intertwine hands. We just walk around holding hands. It was epic. <laughs> it was awesome. But then at some points, I would get, like, I would get so, like, in my head, and I would start thinking, like, oh, she's getting too attached, and I just wouldn't let myself enjoy the moment. I was just so worried, so worried that one of us would get so attached that, that like, um, that then the other would get hurt or something. Um, And so I would have, I had, like, one time where I, like, two times where, like, I was like, hey, I feel like you're getting too attached. (laughs) <laughs> but it wasn't true it was like it was also me like i was feeling claustrophobic it was just things in my mind and she was such a good communicator um that after the, the times i would bring this up that i would say i feel like you're getting attached she was like look you're doing this shit as well like you are the one that makes these jokes that i am your girlfriend and stuff and i'd be like fuck you're right and she's like look you just kind of shut down and um that's not cool That's not good for like you need to communicate with me and you just you just stop talking and you just start getting in like shitty mood and i was like you're right she was right she was right i would just stop talking when i felt claustrophobic or like i felt she was too attached and i would just get in a shitty mood and she so she started teaching me so much about myself or like about like how i could improve and and like so, like, she taught me about, <laughs> she taught me about, like, I guess how, how, how different it is to be a girl than a guy, you know? Like, I have, I guess I have a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of benefits that come with being a guy. But anyway, it was incredible. It was awesome, right? Remember how I started this story at the airport? It's 8 p.m. back in Miami. And in my flight, Caesar... Smart Caesar in the in the past before that night Said it would be Smart to leave have a flight at 6 a.m. Right the next day after we arrived in Miami So I practically wouldn't sleep. I forgot about that So when I got to Miami, I thought my flight was at 11 a.m. The next day I checked my itinerary Nope, it's at 6 a.m. And I tell everybody I was with and like I'm like damn this adventures over I say bye to people and me and this girl just hang out the last few hours and um, and, then, and then it's just like ah, just you just start thinking about how much time you spent together the past month and how it's about to all end and as the time came we, we walked downstairs with my luggage and stuff um, we said bye we were saying bye we hugged and and um (laughs) oh yeah we hugged right and and like I was like hey honestly thank you for this month you're amazing I want you to know that you taught me so much and that I hope I taught you something and then she was like I don't know what she said I forget what she says. I think she says, hey, "You taught me a lot too," and and I know you're gonna do amazing stuff, Caesar. And then there was a pause, and at that moment, I looked in her eyes, and what I wanted to say, I wanted to say, also, I want you to know that I love you, like I love you. I don't know what that means. Like I don't, I don't, I don't mean that in a way of like, like I love you, like. Like, I want to be with you forever. Like, I honestly, no, I, I don't mean it in that way, as in, like, a clingy way. I don't mean it that way. I mean it that right now, and I guess forever now, yeah, forever, not I guess, but yeah, like, you'll always be a person that I love, and, like, I love you at this moment. And that's what I wanted to tell her, but I didn't. I couldn't. Because I felt like it was too much. I felt like it was too much. Before you leave, just just say I love you. And uh, so we just looked into each other's eyes. Gave her a kiss. I was like, all right, goodbye. But I, I made it a point with my intention. I was like, I was like, I looked into her eyes. And I was like, with my eyes, I was saying, I was like, I love you. Like, I want you to know that I love you. I love everything about you. And I love everything we experienced together. And I walked into this fucking shuttle that was taking me to the fucking to the fucking uh, airport. And the universe is like messing with me, because then the song "Landslide" by Fleetwood Mac came on <laughs> as I was going to the fucking airport. And I was like, "Oh my god," because <laughs> it's that's the hardest part, right? Like It's like the leaving, or the, yeah. Because neither of us were really, we weren't attached. But I do, we did like, we, lo- we did love each other. We loved each other. That's it. That's it. Simple. We just loved each other. But it, in a way, yeah. We loved each other, but we weren't attached. We, um, yeah. But we truly loved each other. And that's uh That's kind of a short version, Caesar, of the story of a beautiful Cuban-American girl that we sort of dated in the summer of 2019. Yeah. She was dope. She is dope. Taught me so much. Oh man, but that these movie moments are what I live for. And that that final goodbye of not being able to say I love you. Not because you weren't it's just it was perfect that you didn't say I love you with words. But with my you could feel it. If you were if you were in my body or her body, I think you could feel it. As we looked into each other's eyes, and we said like it was um, you just intended, you know, just a, a tender look of like with your eyes, like like I love you, staring into that person's eyes. That's it. That's it. Ah, good stuff. Should probably go to sleep now. <laughs> ah, love. Love. Love is awesome. This, that's why I think um, I think it's great to fall in love several times. I do see myself falling in love, being with one person, for the rest of my life. At one point, right. But I also think that you can fall in love several times and and love these people and love them through the experiences that you had with them and they'll teach you a lot about you they'll teach you what you need to know so that you, when you find that other person that you're going to be with forever for the rest of your life right when you settle down you take those lessons they taught you and uh they they're your tools to help you make that relationship work. So, to the Cuban girl, Cuban American, thank you.